Hello, bienvenue, and welcome to the That Guy's a Maniac, the podcast. The podcast that gives you the unenviable insight into the creators and masterminds behind the second greatest video games website of all time, www.thatguys.co.uk. And tell us, Farley, where else can we be found? That bit's scripted, dude. It's scripted. Why don't you just write... A script you can read. I can hear you laughing at your own <laughs> mispronunciation halfway through. And sometimes you don't even mispronounce it. I think it's a memory of you mispronouncing it. Listen, I, it's fine. Look, I mean, you don't need to draw attention to every single fuck up I do in the intro. Oh, everyone's going to be like, oh, why, do you, why is he laughing in the middle, in the middle of the intro? If they come off a, a hot mic talking about, no, no, cold. Just came cold in. Uh, entertaining yourself <laughs> with the intro <laughs> making um, myself laugh is like yeah fuck it yeah okay right whatever where else can we be found you can find us across the internet at uh, Instagram that guy's a maniac uh, <laughs> <laughs> lost my mind uh, Twitter that guy's a maniac Facebook that guy's a maniac YouTube you know what you should do Farley you should write that What's down that? <laughs> <laughs> write it down and put a word like unenviable as the third word and then every time <laughs> stumble over it uh, we, yeah, we sometimes post things to those things we sometimes uh, post things to those things and yeah. what is our handle at that guy's a maniac yeah okay lowercase or one word for those <laughs> kids. it's important that it's lowercase yeah yeah, because yep. there was that time, do you remember when emails had case sensitivity in them? No, that no, never, ever that never happened. happened. <laughs> Good. Um, and, of course, uh, such quality broadcasting, such as the inability to not do you, do you gloss say over again? the word unenviable. Can we uh, such again in that sentence? Oh, my God. I think we only had two there. Okay. Such quality broadcasting of such caliber caliber <laughs> calamor calamor calendar um uh fucking fuck right you thanks Richard. yes we couldn't bring you this content <laughs> without generous support from uh, some sponsors this week uh we are sponsored by concordia medical institute a fantastic medical institute uh that specializes in strange mystical power time freezing surgeries so concordia medical institute for your mystical power time slowing surgery needs is there any products that perhaps concordia put out there <laughs> no. no no okay cool fine good old no. concordia cheers guys thanks without guys. you this shit couldn't happen no no right so um, we had uh, a really, really good time at the Gammies, and um, we're a bit shattered, so we're going to do a cop-out blog. Blog? It's not a blog, is it, Farley? It's, it's, not, uh, yeah. it's a podcast, isn't it? It is, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, a it's, blog it's... would be an interesting thing for us to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be. Uh, so we're going to do a cop-out podcast. Uh, <laughs> Um, of yeah. our typical what have you been playing what have you been playing uh, and a thanks to all the people who uh, wrote emailed and text uh, worried about whether we um, reported to the bottom platform or not after the gammies we managed to get out there are very few casualties I think um, a couple of celebrities unfortunately lost their lives but um, no one important died 
No. No. There's a bunch of uh, Sonic friend characters. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> just there's because really two. It's their own really? fault for turning up in their, their furry outfits. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So, yeah. The classic what are you playing? We're going to talk about the games that we've been playing most recently. Um, and I tell you what, Farls, why don't you kick us all off? What have you been playing? What have I been playing? Well, uh, where do I start? I've got a little list. Let's, let's start uh, with a game that I know that you don't like very much. Because it's debatably a game. Um, and that's Pokemon Quest. I have finally golded Pokemon Quest. Pokemon Quest? Is that the the Kibi one thing? Yeah. Oh Tumble my god. Cube, <laughs> Tumble Cube Island. It's a very strange, it's a strange free-to-play game uh, on Switch. I think it's on mobile as well, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, and it's it's sort of a dungeon runner that plays itself. You really have literally limited, plays itself. Yeah, limited interaction. Um, you can you can pick your team, uh, and then you you have various slots and you level them up. And you put gems and plates that you pick up uh, to improve their stats, uh, and then they kind of go out. And then as they level up, they increase the number of slots. Uh, and then there's various uh, uh, daily rewards, um, but you also you can you harvest ingredients on these runs. You can chuck these runs in a cauldron, and depending on the uh, combination of ingredients you use, some ingredients are rarer than others, um, it will attract new Pokemon to your camp. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's fun. Um, Debatable. <laughs> uh, I definitely rate it above Go. Okay, fair enough. Go is more of a lifestyle choice than it is a game. <laughs> um... Yeah, and uh, after God knows how long, must been a couple of years. Uh, finally caught Mew, and uh, on the same day, weirdly, uh, almost didn't notice it because you just the thing has an autoplay feature, so you don't even have to look at it. Uh, beat the final level. Listen to the well. words you're saying. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's just a nice. It's for those that sweet time. When you feel like oh, I should probably do my dailies, and these days, you know, across different games, dailies can take your day. Yeah, you know, I want to do my dailies, but I don't actually want to play a game. <laughs> yeah, it's whack. Uh, whack Pokemon Quest on until your whatever seven until your seven daily mission gems time out. There you go. That'll do. So yeah, it's nice that it happened all on the same day though. Well, I mean, uh, I'm I'm glad that it's out your life. That's one less dailies that you have to deal with. Yes, or... I logged into. But do you know what the thing that bugs me? Oh no, no, no! Please don't. <laughs> the, the thing that bugs me is, uh, uh, you know, when you log into your Switch and it kind of it it shows you a a gallery of icons for like all the the last ten games that you played or whatever. Yeah. And then you can you can hit the see more button. Uh, and then you can arrange the games by uh, it auto sorts into last played but you can sort them by length of time played I think title etc I like to keep <laughs> this is such a weird thing I like to keep all the related games together right so if I 
play Fire Fucking Emblem. Nutter. I can Fire already Emblem. see where this is going. You're three launching houses, it to keep right? it up. And the the Fire Emblem screen. Three Houses <laughs> sits on the far left. I'm like, oh, but, you know, I haven't played Fire Emblem Warriors for a while, and then now they're separated. So now I play Fire Emblem Warriors. Um, so, yeah, so there's. So between Pokemon Home, Pokemon Sword and Shield, uh, Tekken, Let's Go, Quest. Pokken or Tekken? Uh, Pokken, sorry. Yeah. Uh, Quest and Pokemon Cafe Mix. I have to keep all of those together. Um, which is partly what inspires me to play to do my dailies on Cafe Mix and uh, and Pokemon Quest. But now, if Pokemon Quest is done, I mean, I, the sensible solution is just to archive the software. Right? I'll archive the um, yeah, the software. It's not even that big a download. Yeah, that, uh, that, I I think I played it for like a week and a half solidly. And also, apologies for sounding like a cunt there. It's like, sorry, did you mean? Uh, Pocking, not taking, Farley. You know, <laughs> I heard myself, and I was just really trying to <laughs> double check. Is taking out in the switch? Are you playing taking? <laughs> it was we're, a more inquisitive thing rather than being a prick. We're all <laughs> used to your um, your bullying. My bullying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the the pretty Patel of the That Guy's a Maniac podcast. Oh, politics. <laughs> yeah, we moved into satire, guys. Hey. We all knew it was gonna happen. No, no. Um, yeah, no. I played the uh, Pokemon Quest for about a week and a half, and I, I think you end up at some point you unlock the autoplay feature, and I was, I found myself on a commute, and I'd spent like half an hour on a train, literally just watching a game play itself. And there was a sobering moment, you know, just a kind of like, what the fuck am I doing? There are so many other better things. I, I know that you can say that about most games and all that sort of stuff, but there were so many other better things I could do other than watch a Pokemon Quest game play itself. So I, I, I didn't. I, I just decided, you know what, I'm done. I'm out. It's good. I'll leave it. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, it's it's um, it's interesting, isn't it? I think, I mean, I mean it's something we've talked about before. The uh, perhaps related to value or lack of value in games, um, uh, and just the laziness, the laziness that, that is creeping into gaming. <laughs> so yeah, I, I do want to do some gaming, but I don't actually want to play a game. Yeah, yeah. And, like, and, you know those yeah. needs are those needs are catered. Those needs are catered for. Um, <laughs> strange, strange thing. Anyway, so that's done. Um, I will. So I will say is. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it it was very clear. I mean, God knows how much it earned. Um, because uh, classic free to play, right? The first couple of levels are enjoyable, and you've got all this new stuff coming in, and then very, very quickly you kind of hit a wall. And there's a whole bunch of microtransactions there for you to, to nudge over that wall, um, which uh, I didn't spend any money on. Um, but uh, the world is designed, so all the all the scenery and the Pokemon are, are in these really strange cube forms, um, which they've actually produced quite a bit of merch for. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got me a Gengar. Still sits. Yes, uh, yeah. Still sits beside my Switch. Yeah. Um, yeah, surprisingly, there's quite a lot. Yeah, so I quite like the... Uh, uh, I quite like the, the weird cube um, cube versions of uh, all the different Pokemon. And things like, you know, Ditto is just a, a cube with eyes on. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so who knows? Maybe we'll see another one. 
weird game. Um, I don't that. know. I mean, it reminded me, or it had similar kind of feel to it uh, as the the Rumble one uh, on the DS. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I like that one more. A game, yeah, possibly a game that is more. I don't know. It's one of those ones that you don't really play either. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> at least you have the at least you have the input in Pokemon Rumble. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, if Pokemon Rumble is the kind of chibi versions of Pokemon, what's the uh, what's those weird stackable things? Is it Zum Zum? I have no idea what you're talking about. There's a weird. I don't know where it came from. Uh, I don't know if Disney picked it up from something else, but it's like. Uh, uh, plushies of characters, but instead of them being themselves, they they look like these stackable blobs. I have no idea. Wow. <laughs> okay. Sorry, <laughs> missed out. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. On that trend. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. That, well, this is the Pokemon version of it, I think. With these, uh, these yeah, I guess so. Characters. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's a thing. It's a it's an aesthetic. And I guess it, it lends to the atmosphere of the non-playable game that it is. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, cool. Um, what are you playing? Well, um, I've actually been playing quite a few titles. Um, all right, all right, motherfucker. Um, big balls, big balls over there. <laughs> Billy big balls. Yeah, Mister Fucking Streets of Rage Champion, nineteen ninety-three. Um, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Um, uh, I've actually been touching on, and touching is probably the wrong word to use here, uh, a couple of controversial games. So, last week, the remastered versions of Blood Rain came out. Um, now, Blood Rain is that super super 90s um, <laughs> video game uh, which features the female protagonist leather clad with two blades on her arm um, in a 3D platform shooter action thing um, and yeah she's so she's kind of this half vampire anti-hero and when you look at the trailers, it looks quite swish. It is like she runs about. Uh, it's set between uh, World War One and World War Two, um, so she's running about killing Nazis, and it's. I really I had no idea that it was set in uh, yeah. between the wars. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I, the second one, I think, is set in modern day. Um, don't quote me on that one. I, I haven't got that far. Um, well, I actually have played it before, but. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a thing. Um, no, no, no. Um, yeah, so uh, it's set between the wars. You kill Nazis. Uh, you do combos. Um, you feed on people to keep your life up, and everything kills you. Like, you, if you're in water, you start dying, and so you you, you need to like uh, you sort of do this weird sort of uh, grab onto them and feed on them. You know, vampire stuff. It is super anti-hero stuff. Everybody's wearing black. You can almost hear Rob Zombie in the background. It's just, it's just so, so nineties, um, in, in all of its flaws. 
so yeah it's it's a very very 90s 90s game um when i say it's controversial everybody uh, very very quickly associates blood rain with that very famous ua bowl film which is supposed to be based on blood rain but we all know that ua bowl just simply creates these weird shitty versions of computer games that aren't anything to do with the games and they're just a weird tax haven for them um <laughs> so yeah the blood rain film doesn't have much to do with anything i don't believe in the game but uh, and this is the big but um there's also the controversy of the content inside of course um she is very very leather clad everybody is quite overly sexualized in it uh, like the very first sort of other person other vampire you meet um is your sort of mentor in it and she's got like suspenders and like you know like visible um sort of very very short mini skirt thing and she's um also hang got on, hang on, hang on. What was supposed to go after the word visible? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Like visible thigh <laughs> flesh. Because <laughs> you got the suspender okay. things. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's got very visible um, <laughs> miniskirt. <laughs> no. Oh, no, man. She's got very visible hanging flaps. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, um, no, um, she's, uh, the other thing is, for some reason, they put, uh, boob jiggle, um, physics in there, and it's, it's a game that's not too far off the polygonalism of Tomb Raider 1, just to get that in there, uh, like, even now, with a remastered version, yeah, they've, they've made, uh, all of the textures nicer, but they're still all quite pointy titted and you know yeah. very angular like and you, a, could, you know so they like have a this, prison bouncing yes yeah, so it's basically like a prison bu- bouncing in it and it's just this it's this weird shudder and it doesn't seem to actually happen for any reason other than the camera has changed <laughs> so it's like the camera switches oh, wow. to view her and then boing. <laughs> You're just like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Like, um But yeah, and it, it does get worse from that. I remember there was some like weird lust demons later on as well, because there always is. Um But that being said, I played the game for roughly two hours and um, the very first level it's a sort of tutorial uh, which sort of takes you through it I struggled and I died several times on the tutorial level oh no I know I remember I think I remember the tutorial level isn't it isn't it like a, an alleyway so it's a, it's a very these early 2000s then yeah yeah uh, no no I think it's 90s yeah it's early 2000s um, anyway, oh, okay. late 90s, early 2000s. Um, it, all the games, I remember, it's probably not the case, I remember all the games had the similar aesthetic. Uh, so there was Primal, 
which came out around the same time and if you don't know which game you're looking at they look almost identical from (laughs) screenshots Um, and they're all set in back alleyways uh, with you know chain link fences and generic crates it wasn't wasn't part of the tutorial blood rain is you have to does it show you how you climb up walls and stuff you have to push a crate no, it was. That must be a different. It might be the sequel or something like that. But it's set. Um, game. It's set in Louisiana, the swamp. Um, and there is oh god, yeah, it's just like in a sort of graveyard in Louisiana. So there's water everywhere. So you get taught how to jump up and walk along tight ropes and feed. And you spend a lot of the time just shooting weird Louisiana zombies. Everybody's green, so it looks like they've gone mouldy, sort of thing. Um, yeah, it's it, it's a thing. Um, but yeah, the reason I died um, is actually, um, I, <laughs> and it's the best reason. It's a reason that you love Farley. There was. A weird control issue mm-hmm. from uh, I don't know, like setting it up on the PC. The usual shit you have to do. Whenever yeah. you want to do something like start a game on the PC, there's always some shit that has to go wrong or something went wrong. But basically, um, I remember playing it um, on the on the PC, but using mouse and keyboard. And I have a recollection that I enjoyed playing it mouse and keyboard so I thought I'd do that and for some reason just because clicking the left button is uh, on your mouse is the attack button and I thought alright that's cool that makes sense you're going to be you know just click 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 attack do the combos sounds good um, it took me two goes at it to realise that that clicking wasn't working correctly it was happening sometimes so I was walking up to this zombie and clicking the button and it wasn't actually causing her to attack the zombie. It was only happening sometimes. And I thought, oh shit, does it mean you have to be like in a certain radius around the zombie? Do you need to be <laughs> behind the zombie? <laughs> you know? So I'm doing all of this shit, like thinking, is it area specific? You know, <laughs> maybe I need to like get into a stance first and I've clicked yeah. another button or some shit like that um, so yeah I just kept on dying in the tutorial like, what the fuck is wrong with this um, I, and I, as it turns out yeah I just I was being silly and uh, it doesn't work so I plugged in the game uh, game I plugged in the game partly yeah plugged it in yeah I plugged in the um, the controller and started using the controller and nothing corresponds to any of the buttons at all. It's just like you button one, button two, button three, button four, and it's like, oh, what is button four? A oh, right button is button seven. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so button seven and button eight are scroll through weapon left and scroll through weapon right, but they're also your harpoon. Right, okay. Is that the harpoon I've set, or is it the, <laughs> or am I scrolling left on the on? Oh. And yeah, I, I spent like another half an hour setting up the game controller to try and make it make sense, um, and then I got fed up with the game 
and decided fuck you and I have got past the first level and there was a cutscene and I was like you know what I don't fucking care about your cutscene and all f forward out the fucking game um <laughs> so I would say very very emphatically mm-hmm. that this remake certainly remakes the fucking shit that you had to go through when you were setting up your uh, fucking PC back in 2002 I looked it up farly um <laughs> and uh yeah that's about all it does it's a it's a simulator for frustrating pc setups so um, does from... that make it a good remaster or a bad remaster it's authentic uh, it <laughs> it's authentic and it has some weird bib jiggle that i'm assuming was there in the original um i i whatever yes it's a good remaster but of a game that does not stand the test of time uh jiggly prisms out of 10 i would give it (laughs) one and a half jiggly prisms out of one and a half jiggly prisms blood rain remaster yeah wow yeah no i mean uh, it's like i i was super hyped about this um but not super hyped that's that's the wrong word. I was, I was intrigued to go back and replay this because I do have fond memories of playing it, but obviously it was a different time. <laughs> um, speaking of different time, yeah. Do what? Do they have Nazi flags in it, or have they replaced it with a Nazi similar looking flag? Um, I don't. I think they still have the. I don't think they've changed anything else. Okay. I mean, obviously, in, in Germany, they didn't have that <laughs> um, because they had uh, much strict, stricter rules, especially around that time. Um, but yeah, no, no, like, I, I have no idea. I didn't get that far, Farley. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just looking yeah. at... I think... Uh, there's a screenshot here. Yeah? Mm, and they use the Isle of Man symbol? Really? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> no, um, uh, God, this is this is another quality moment for the listeners. As I know, we I'm just trying to Google, Google it search. so that I don't Google what you'd obviously Google. Uh, <laughs> I don't need that in my algorithm. Okay. <laughs> suddenly in face because you scroll through commemorative yeah. plates. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right, okay, cool. Um, as you scroll through your uh, Facebook feed of Nazi memorabilia, um, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? Uh, another game I've been playing, this one uh, is a long-standing on my list as well, uh, is Resident Evil Revelations 2. <laughs> I've talked about it. A number of times but that's because it's the game that just keeps giving so I, I don't think I've talked about in detail um, but that game I love the first Revelations game um, but this game just has it just has way too much stuff in it so <laughs> at the end of each game there are at the end of each uh, so there's four episodes each episode is split into two 
Um, so one you play Barry and Natalia, one you play Moira and Claire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and for each half episode, uh, there are medals to earn for doing specific things. Then on top of that, there are sort of achievements, and the achievements unlock rewards, and you have to buy the rewards using currency which you earn unlocking other rewards. So there's something like <laughs> something like you know, hundred and something rewards to get and then there's a hundred odd achievements to unlock and then there's the usual kind of modern resident evil uh, unlockables there's figures concept art secret files and then that's before we even talk about raid mode mm-hmm. so i've not actually I've, I've put most of my time into raid mode i've not um uh redone the story over and over again and we've talked before about how um the resident evil 2 and resident evil 3 remakes Instead of uh, kind of swaps um, the requirements for mastery, so it's yeah. all about just doing it as quickly as possible and not factoring in things like retries and saves. Uh, disappointingly, it's all about speed. And this one kind of has a little bit of both, but uh, it has a bunch of extra modes. So there's invisible mode, which in oh, which God, all the enemies. Told me about, yeah, I think you told us about this. <laughs> us being the collective, you know, podcast art uh, yeah. audience as well. Which I just thought was ridiculous. I'm never going to, you know, so all the enemies, including bosses, are invisible. Um, but uh, the kind of the non-combat characters, the so Moira and the. Do you know what? It reminds me of here. like. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I'm just interrupting you. Playing it in invisible mode reminds me of like those people that like play Guitar Hero. But didn't need to look at the screen anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know that that sort of hardcore, fucking. I I'm so good at fucking Guitar Hero. I don't even need to do the screen anymore. I'm just like, Jesus. That that's just like a special zone all its, itself. Like knowing a game that well, you know. Hey, but anyway, yeah. sorry. Go um, on. <laughs> so anyway, me and my wife uh, completed all four episodes of Invisible Mode. Oh wow! <laughs> no fucking way! Yeah, um, so we we decided to sit down and do it. I mean, she's she's never touched a Resident Evil game, let alone so her first foray into a Resident Evil game was <laughs> Resident Evil Revelations Two on Invisible Mode. Um, yeah, so now you know. Hopefully, the countdown mode and various other achievements we have to hoover up will be super straightforward because you can actually see the enemies. Um, and it did create. Uh, it was stressful time. You know, it's all about particularly when they're invisible one character could make uh, enemies more visible um, there's an interesting mechanic in that in, the, uh, in those two modes you do kind of end up with a main character um, so Barry and Claire are kind of the vulnerable ones if they die it's a team wipe but then Moira and Natalia could be knocked down and not die uh, and resuscitated apart from certain weird situations where they will just die Okay, <laughs> great. Um, you know, there's there's a, a boss that vomits up gas, and if you stay in the gas, uh, Natalia will die. There's a horrible level <laughs> which uh, is set in a mine with loads of swamp gas, uh, and so you're kind of running through this mine. I mean, it's it's not a nice. It's a very stressful level normally because you're running through this mine, kind of you know looking for the next high point or just desperately looking for some stairs. And uh, as you're dying to the to the gas, your screen goes monochrome, and and uh, kind of you know, black comes in from the corners. So it's really stressful. But to layer on top the fact that there's invisible 
enemies rattling around in the swamp gas as well uh, makes it really really <laughs> stressful um, and so yeah if you die if any of the characters die in the swamp gas you die um, so there, were, so there was a bit of stressing and there was a bit of shouting at each other um, and a bit of frustration um, but also it it created those rare rare moments where um, you know you're just determined to get something done um, and because it's quite because it's quite brutal um, so like other Resident Evil games once you keep going through the story mode uh, you know you end up carrying a, a small country's worth of uh, ammo and gear and sub weapons um, <laughs> yeah. in these in, them. yeah yeah of course yeah. you know and you've got your katana and you've got your bow gun and you've got your chicago typewriter and you've got infinite explosive uh, bottles or whatever um but in this mode in countdown mode which we're trying next which is even harder i'd say um than invisible mode um it gives you fixed equipment so you do find yourselves in this situation like right there's one in particular um fairly near the end of the game so the episodes are all different lengths so the first episode you know what you're doing you can do really really quickly uh, and then the fourth episode is really short for Claire and Moira and then super long for Barry and um, Natalia <laughs> and there's this one particular kind of set piece scenario that we're in um, and we tried doing it a number of times and we just did not have enough ammo so also the items are randomly distributed uh, so you enter this boss arena. It's very clearly a boss arena. It's like a there's a waste, huge waste disposal unit where things come out, um, and we knew the order in which things came out and how they had to be dealt with. Uh, and then it kind of really gets down to that item economy. It's like okay, uh, I I can take out these four nasty bastards with my knife, right? <laughs> if one of them gets me, uh, and we've not been lucky with the herb drop, um, because in each of these random boxes you can either get like a herb or some ammo. Or the worst option would be like oh a, man yeah yeah so a, a it's topaz the, or a the sapphire gacha sort yeah. of quality of it okay cool yeah so, so you know so sometimes we go around it's like okay we got no ammo we got one herb and we got three rubies which are useless right just stuff that you sell um and absolutely useless to us. um so yes yeah, so then it just became this this by the end <laughs> so i think we spent a night and a half on this one level um this kind of military operation of like okay you know uh, four guys out <laughs> you go and stand underneath and then I have to hit him with these four handgun bullets otherwise we have to restart uh, and then okay the guys are dropping I'll go and try and knife them As uh, if he goes left that's fine if he goes right the other fine and then there's these other <laughs> there's like a big boss enemy that appears but then there's these other enemies I can't remember what they're called now um, who are invisible in the normal game uh, and even Natalia can't see them she can kind of see a shade of them but it's really hard <laughs> to judge judge game. their distance uh, and they have a one hit kill move oh lovely <laughs> lovely yeah. so we, we call those bug guys there were two bug guys um, so because Natalia sort of has this invincibility um, so Natalia's this little girl she can also pick up um, bricks and throw them but you know yeah she kind of has to bend down to pick up the brick and it takes her a while uh, and then uh, you know you get the arc up when you go to throw it but because all you can see is this hazy red blob, it's really hard to see, like, is he there or is he behind something? Um, so, yeah, so when the bugs turned up, Natalia had to brick them to death, whilst as Barry, you're kind of trying to stay away from them as they don't do this one-hit kill. Anyway, uh, some fantastic moments. And, uh, yeah, we did do all four episodes. So we got all the, the concept art, and then we unlocked a silly thing for doing all four. Um, so it's really <laughs> fun, but just that... 
yeah that nostalgia of, of kind of having a having a real challenge i mean you know being like right and then and that, that classic trajectory of um you really well on the first run uh less well on the second run um dozens of shitty runs right where you just you're just getting progressively worse and worse and worse um <laughs> you know setting yourself on fire uh can't hit anything uh then then you're at the trough the frustration trough uh and then you know eventually there's a a, a couple of better runs to redemption it's nice <laughs> yeah Okay, so uh, uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2 How yeah. many bug guys out of 10 would you give it? Bug guys, <laughs> give it uh, I, Yeah, I do like it I give, I give it seven, eight, 8 bug guys out of 10 8 bug guys out of 10, alright, yeah. okay Yeah, That's quite a high recommendation there Yeah, I think it's fast becoming the one that I've that I probably put the most time into which is really saying something. Okay. Um, and we've got countdown mode to do next, which is stupider and harder. Um, and we're really not liking that. Um, what have you been playing? Well, um, as I alluded to on the other uh, podcast, um, or a little while ago, uh, it's still prep for Nax time. Um, in our timeline, Nax has just come out in World of Warcraft so a lot of the time is just spent on like the Scourge Invasion, getting things and getting all the consumables but I found myself on the Blizzard launcher the other day there mm-hmm. and I was uh, looking at it and I thought you know what I haven't played in a long time oh, um, no. and that's Diablo 3 <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I... I thought, I thought you were going to say Hearthstone. Oh, God. Um, I've, I uh, I did get a recommendation to play it that it was good. Um, I played a couple of uh, Hearthstone matches, and I was like, this isn't good. This is just a mess. Hearthstone is just a mess of what it used to be. You've got a mode which is, this is the season mode, this is the only cards you can use. All right, okay, cool. I own none of them because I haven't played in five years. Yeah. And then there's another mode which has everything in it, which basically means I just now have a tiny amount of what everyone else is playing with, and the only cards I can play with are the ones that are in this mode, which is so expansive and so impossible to beat people with because metas have emerged, cards have changed. Yeah, they've got their they've got their infinite combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there you go. <laughs> I, welcome, I played Hearthstone. Welcome <laughs> I've been playing Farley. <laughs> to the world of CCGs. That's how they get you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I, I stepped in purely because uh, it was a recommendation to ha- have a little go at it again. Didn't have the most fun that I, I expected and promptly removed it from my computer. Um, I think it's still on my phone, though. <laughs> Fucking, it's how they get you. Um yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, it's Hearthstone uh, is a mess, and in order for me to get to a point in Hearthstone where I actually could be competitive or whatever, I think I'd need to spend another couple hundred pounds on fucking booster packs for that random chance of a shiny, or not even a shiny, just a fucking decent card, whatever. <laughs> Fuck starting your, just starting your dailies again. Yeah, yeah, listen. Anyway. I wasn't talking about Hearthstone. I'm talking about Diablo 3. 
which is another random pinata fucking gacha type nonsense game. But yeah, um, there's a new season came out. Um, what? Yeah, season twenty-two. Oh my god! Wow. Uh, okay. I really, yeah. I really didn't think they would still be doing. And it's not just re- is that new content? It's not just rerunning. Ed, there is well, there's new content to me. Um, it's like you are rerunning the same thing, but I, um, I went through and saw uh, there was uh, new weapons, new sets, new wow. new things, and of course they mix up the the seasons as well. So uh, uh, this season they have um, another power that you can use on your character. They've upped the difficulty levels to like um, even even harder now, um, and also. Um, yeah, there's this uh, weird bonus where every time you collect a, a pylon, which is like a, a, a temporary power-up sort of thing, you get a shadow clone, which is basically a clone of you, which does uh, all the moves that your character normally does, and is basically stupidly overpowered. So it's like, if you're, if you're a low-level character and you go and click on this pylon, you're killing everything you can find. Or you personally aren't your shadow clone is and you're getting all the exp from it so it's, it's quite broken but it, it's kind of fun because you just run through and you, leveling is part of the game um and i started as my uh, crusader again as i always do um and i went through collected the sets got up to ridiculously high paragon levels you know about paragon levels no so in uh, oh, is it is it like black and white? I don't know. Is is there what game is it where Paragon is your good morality? And oh no no, it's not morality. No no. Uh, Paragon, what game is it there where Paragon is your? I'll research it. You talk about whatever. <laughs> well, the Paragon is like you get to level seventy in um, in Diablo three, and that is the top level. But after the top level, you can continue to collect XP and you get Paragon points, which is basically keep spending all of your points and you can put them into a particular stat that is of use to your character. So, like, for instance, with the Crusader, you can just bundle all of your points into uh, strength or vitality and then you can just continue to put these points in to an infinite degree. And basically, that's what helps you... Uh, push to some of the harder levels. It's Mass uh, Effect. It's Mass sorry? Effect. Mass Effect. Oh, yes, yes, it is. That's coming out on the Switch, isn't it? Um, I think they're doing like a Mass Effect bundle or something stupid like that. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. I'm kind of interested because I, I missed all of these. Because uh, during the silly sales, there was also um, the Bioshock. Tradition. I miss Bioshock entirely as well. People awesome. people like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pick up. Can pick up Bioshock. Anyway, that, sorry. Yeah. That being said, Mass Effect. Uh, I played Mass Effect, and it's it's basically um, Dragon Age, but in space. And I think I preferred um, Dragon Age. The combat's yeah. a way more fun than you're Mass big, Effect. You're a big Dragon Age fan. What happened to you in Dragon Age? nothing that just isn't a new Dragon Age game <laughs> <laughs> I've played them all there is going to be one coming soon and I will play it and I will enjoy it undoubtedly um, 
but yeah, like I have no qualms with it. I think they are very, very good. Nine out of ten games that I've played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see, see um, many, many blog articles on www.thatguys.co.uk <laughs> on Dragon Age. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> with some great titles uh, as well. I believe uh, one of the first ones is Dragon Age of Consent. Because oh. uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> super woke. <laughs> you know? It's a different time. A different time, yeah. Um, but yeah, basically to distract myself from the monotony of the consumable collection and sort of waiting to actually get into Naxxramas and World of Warcraft, I have been doing some very, very short burst, fun little runs with my uh, Diablo 3 character this season. It it's a very very easy bite off and chew game because you can literally spend five or ten minutes playing it achieve things and then you can spend another five ten minutes just redecking your character I'm like, okay cool i got a new thing i'm gonna destroy that thing so i can get this thing uh, and it's it's great fun in that fashion <laughs> you know um so i, I like it sounds um a bit like pokemon quest uh, except you actually play Diablo three. Do you? Yeah, is, you do. Is the does the clicking really add to Diablo three? Oh man, I've actually had an issue with that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I I own Diablo three on the Switch. Yes. There is no clicking involved, and that is amazing. It's the most wonderful thing. But I've been playing Diablo three on the PC. And it's really annoying because if you play it at full quality graphics, like super high resolution, like 4K resolution. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy Big Balls needs yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How big's your TV? <laughs> it's not just my TV. It's just like it was a 4K screen I was playing on. Your mouse pointer gets fucking tiny. <laughs> Surely. Surely you can sort that out. There's an option. There is no option to make it any bigger, and it is so fucking infuriating because I I don't know maybe I'm I I don't know I'm slow or maybe I'm not particularly I don't maybe I'm not very good at games, but I lose my pointer an awful fucking lot in that game, <laughs> and I die when I lose my pointer. <laughs> Um, there's a lot of explosions, a lot of shit going on. You're yeah. making lots of things happen in Diablo. And if you lose your pointer, you're just like, alright, okay, where's my pointer? You know, you do the whole swing it around the screen to try and find it. And by that point, you're just dead. You know, you're just like, alright, fuck. <laughs> um, so I've been playing sort of pointer blind. It's like invisible mode. No, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's the Diablo version of no scoping, right? I'm no pointering. <laughs> <laughs> the boy trick. yeah yeah exactly um, but yeah I don't know why I played it on the PC because the Switch version is just infinitely better because you don't need a fucking pointer you're just attacking things you know ugh I was silly but anyway Diablo 3 good fun came back I think the last time I played it was season 13 and now I'm playing it in season 22 you know so it's you have um do you have FOMO for the seven seasons you missed? Oh, absolutely not. Um, 
no, I like I don't even know what the what the seasons were. It's, I'm happy to have just come back for this week in a season. Like I certainly won't be playing it um, much more <laughs> than this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I'm I'm just super. I'm just really stoked with Diablo Three that it's still getting content. I'm ha- I'm. That it's mean, warmed. It's warmed the cockles of my heart. Yeah, it's it's like people still like it. I mean, I think it's it's sort of like ending. It's coming to its end. I mean, it has been around for, I don't know, like what eleven years, ten, eleven years, something like that now. Um, and yeah. Diablo Four is you know, it is on the the Blizzard launcher, advertised. You know, Diablo oh. Four is going to happen. Uh-huh. Um, um, yeah, did, was Diablo Three the one that launched? I mean, this is every Blizzard title. Is that the one that launched with the really problematic auction house? Uh, yeah, it had the real money auction house. That's gone, uh, completely gone from the game. So you could actually spend money to get good items. The, the iteming, uh, itemization of things were really, really fucked at the start as well. Like, you could get stupidly powerful items, like level requirement minus 40, which basically meant that, you know, you're able to uh, level 20, you know, hold a level 40 or level 60 weapon <laughs> and you, so you're just basically killing everything around you just by existing um, I, there was a lot of stuff that was very very broken with it what it ended up evolving into is what it is now, it's just sort of like yeah there was a story, you can do that if you ever wish but right now the most fun part is replaying um, and doing bounties and doing the the greater rifts, which is just basically running through and doing a five minute run, as, and increasing the difficulty as you go through it, based on how good the items you've managed to collect are, and that's fun, and it's a distraction. By this time next week, I probably won't even be playing it, but you know, it, it, it's not been not been a bad experience. But anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up about the other um, three. Lost pointers out of ten. Lost pointers out of ten. It's a solid seven and a half. Lost pointers out of ten. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Solid. Yeah. So what have you been playing, Barley? Uh, the last game I've been playing, and I don't know what it is. It's it's. I do know what the game is. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm building the uh, atmosphere, the ambiance. Um, I don't know what it is. It's a mysterious um, game. <laughs> yeah, I played it. I do not know its title. Uh, something Disney is must be doing something um, because all of a sudden, myself and a number of my friends are all of a sudden getting getting all Star Warsy again. Um, I think it's because the Mandalorian's out, which doesn't hurt. Um, and I guess Star Wars kind of associated Star Wars with Christmas the last how many years because there was always a new film coming out. Um, so yeah. Uh, just really got into Star Wars. Uh, we've started rewatching all the films again. Um, so we've got all the way up to we've watched them in 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 universe chronology order. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we just got the the latest three to go, which I'm quite excited about. So I've not I've not seen the last two more than once. I think. Um, but all of that hype for Star Wars and talking about Star Wars and having to think about Star Wars uh, combined with uh, Black Friday deals meant that I picked up Star Wars Squadrons um, because 
The spaceship fighting game. The spaceship game. Yeah. And it brings. I forget why. I forget why I said, but it brings. It brings the uh, iconic duality of the Tie Fighter versus X-wing um, uh, together in a game. Um, so yeah, really loved Rogue Squadron. Um, as have talked about, and then um, out of nowhere, I didn't even know this game was coming. Um, Star Wars Squadron seemed to come out. Uh, it's quite yeah, pricey. no, I agree. I was like, it, it just sort of came up on on my Steam, and I was like, ah, oh, there's yeah. a spaceship fighting game right yeah. after we did a podcast about spaceship fighting <laughs> games. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, uh, and it's great. I mean, it, it's it's uh, EA. Sadly, they still have to license things so you know you have to create a nonsense fucking ea account to do anything um and uh i think a lot of the longevity is playing um multiplayer uh, online which i'm not yeah. interested in they're doing seasons so at the moment i'm just enjoying um going through the story mode but yeah when when you uh it's designed is it designed for vr i think it's primarily designed for vr i'm not playing it in vr um because headsets are still ridiculously expensive yeah uh, and as a consequence i think just playing it on joypad uh, it, it sometimes it feels like you've got um uh like steering assist on you can't go too spirally crazy and 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 it, the game kind of gently nudges you back i think so uh, a little bit a little bit disjointing um in that regard but uh it flips you between um a squadron of rebels and a squadron of uh, the empire um so sometimes you'll you know you'll you'll play opposite sides of a mission once after another uh you can choose your loadouts uh you can highly edit the loadouts uh and yeah it it, it just really captured captured that dog fighting uh very well they tick most of our checklist for what makes a good space spaceship fighting game. Um, you can spin all the way around. Um, uh, and they've done a really clever thing with uh, meters. So essentially you can rejig whether you're putting your energy into your boosters or your lasers. And if you're in an X-Wing, also your shield, I think. Um, <laughs> So when you're not kind of dogfighting, spiraling around, you know, moving around to try and find your target, uh, you're managing meters, you're uh, releasing chaff to stop the missile, or you're locking on firing a missile, um, but all with the familiar scream of TIE fighters and and the Star Wars lasers and and, um, and all of that. So yeah, really, really enjoying it. Um, the story bits in between the missions are kind of told um, in a very VR, you know, you're kind of in a fixed perspective and you're looking around a hangar or you're looking around a briefing room and then you click on people to have a conversation with them. Oh, um, so but that's quite more nice. More of that VR stuff, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, you're fixed to the spot. You know, actually, I'd like to go over there, but I can't go over there. I'm rooted to the spot. <laughs> uh, and then I have to pick things to interact with. Um, yeah. Uh, but aside from that, really, really nice. But it's one of those games where, uh, in the moment, you can't really... You lose track of what's going on or, or so much is going on and you're so focused on on you know trying to get that target within your reticule to shoot it uh, that i've been recording a lot of <laughs> a lot of videos um of my gameplay and then watching them back to see like what was actually going on whilst i was doing that uh it's beautiful it's beautiful cinematic ex 
explodey. You know, sometimes you're fire, you're flying into the enemy fleet and there's just lasers <laughs> everywhere. Uh, yeah, the kind of stuff that um, um, you know, there are lots of problems with it as I just described. But but that rare, those rare bits of cinematic moments where you're like, wow, if I could go back to um, you know, whatever, two thousand. Uh, travel back in time and speak to myself in the year 2000 and be like you know in 20 years time you'll basically be playing a Star Wars film uh, yeah yeah cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's very high praise indeed <laughs> yeah yeah having a, having a blast I don't, I don't think it's particularly long um, but you know uh, I guess I, I'm I'm an honorary I mean, member I'm an honorary member of the dad guild <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old bad guild. So I'm quite happy that it's that it's not life absorbing. You know, there's not a yeah. hundred thousand medals and achievements. And and um, as you were saying with the other games, you have to play it every day to get the items. Otherwise, you you know you, you, you don't have a chance. Just you know, log in every now and then, do one or two missions. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, okay. Buggy. That's fuck me. Yeah, I mean, that that's what I was about to say, actually, was um, when I saw the release of it and then I saw the reviews, everybody was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I was just like, you know what? I'll, I'll do I'll do a wee wait for this one. It's like it's like everybody right now has this massive fucking hard-on for um, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, Why? Why are you excited for this game? The you know on launch is going to have game-breaking awful bugs in it. Yeah, it might play, it might be pretty, it might step into that vaporware aesthetic that all the kids are getting into that we grew up with, Farley. Um, <laughs> and yeah, oh, you've oh, you've shaved hair on one side. Oh, you're so hacky. <laughs> you, you hacker, you! Oh, uh, <laughs> with your with your sexy goggles and your and crap your crap Chinese character, your tat. synth music playing in the background. Oh, and your your <laughs> bloody yeah. khaki string vest, You're so bloody edgy. <laughs> but yeah, um, so basically, everybody is super excited for this. I am not. I am not going to buy Cyberpunk 2077 until at least the gold version has come out. Where until, until the year 2077. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly that. Fucking yeah. Fuck it. There's no point. Um, I like. There's very little that's got me excited about that game because everything is marred with the inevitable. Uh, unenviable, inevitable. <laughs> oh, no, now we can say it. <laughs> yeah. The inevitable fucking bugs that are going to be covering it. Now, like, it's exactly what I was saying the other day there about uh, Bethesda games when they first come out. It's like you don't want to play Skyrim on day of release because you will literally have a save file that's probably not going to work after the 10 patches that come out in the following 10 days of its release. You know, you're just like, the, it, it, it's a tough uh, tough ask for anyone to say, yeah. oh, I know Fallout games coming out. All right, cool. I'm going to play it on first day of release. They're <laughs> just like, you fucking fool. You know, it, it, 
and it, I, I feel like this cyberpunk, it's the same guys that did The Witcher, yeah, they're cool and all that, but um, I, I just know that a game of that vastness is not going to be, it's going to be a shit show, you know, so fuck it. Because, yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't, I, I, I have not played any of The Witchers, but I, I distinctly remember that one or two or three, all of them were just fucked on launch for ages. Um, I, I, I think a few of them had some decent QA done on them. <clears throat> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, like yeah, I think uh, they got several releases. Put it that way. So they they, they exist in several iterations. Um, so there is definitely uh, versions out there that were pretty bad um, that I'm aware of. But yeah, uh, like I, 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 whatever anybody says about The Witcher, I'm just like, yeah, okay, cool. But something in The Witcher, Cyberpunk, I'm just sort of like, you know what? I might give it a go once I don't have fucking World of Warcraft in my life anymore. <laughs> um, further down the line, um, but right now there's no need to get it, except if you're like, you know, you bought a PS5 just for it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's not. Yeah. Not a lot else on these new gen consoles. It's new, new. Anyway, um, so yeah, yeah. So Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, um, I've probably played a dozen or so missions, and and two of them I just had to completely do over from scratch. So you know, on the kind of between the you finish the mission and is your okay. medals or whatever, <clears throat> the game's just crashed. So how many awkward Kylo Ren Daisy Ridley kisses would you give it out of ten? <laughs> I'd give it um seven completely lacking chemistry kisses out of ten. <laughs> Unnecessary completely lacking chemistry. Yeah, yeah. Just anti excitement kisses. Energy kisses. I mean, even even they look disappointed. Kissing. It's like, oh, did, really? Is this what? Is this what we're doing? Like, not not just as actors, as 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 in universe characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Um, what are you playing? Well, I've got a couple of other games I want to mention. Um. We're going to end on a classic, uh, but before I get there, I want to continue the earlier theme of controversy, and I, I'm almost ashamed to say it, I played a game that I uh, picked up, uh, or just picked up recently actually, but was sitting on my Steam wish list for a long time, purely based on one article I read on Kotaku, sorry, Farley, I might have just plugged Kotaku. Oh, unsponsored. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a game that I thought sounded hilarious because it had this controversy around it. Um, and it was a game called Valkyrie Drive. Uh, it is a hack and slash uh, fighty game. And the gimmick behind it is you play as two girls, you kiss the other girl, 
and she turns into a weapon which makes the hacky slashy more powerful and bigger combos and all that sort of thing. So in classic Japanese madness, of course, there is this whole lesbian relationship shenanigans that goes on and it is a matter of kissing your chosen partner to get a power up. Um, I, I do feel a little bit dirty after playing that game. I'm not super happy about it. But it's a thing. Have you just gone because of the Kotaku thing? <laughs> no, no, no. I was just looking at screenshots and yeah. Yeah, careful, careful. <laughs> it is uh, it's actually worse than what I described it as. Pretty well. ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. So... Upon further playing of it, you do have your classic video game tropes and uh, it was Japanese ones and they have these ridiculous big chests um, with with I don't know yeah. like they they seem to be made of like water balloons because they sort of they have this ripple that goes over them when they bounce as well. Boom physics, man! Like I, I don't know why it even exists as a thing in games, but. The yeah, it's terrible, but it gets worse than that. So, you partner up with these girls. You have like two girls that will always fight beside each other. One of them can become the weapon for the other. Second, first thing that is uh, awful is I thought it was just kissing because that's what it you know has in the trailer. It's not. It's like. Give me a quick grope and I'll turn into a weapon. So it's like it's not right. just kissing; it's actually sexual you arousal. You didn't know about that. Yeah, I did know not know about that. that. Right. Okay. You just thought it was about holding hands and kissing. <laughs> so I was just like, "All right, okay." She just grabbed her boob, but it gets worse than that. Are you ready for this, Farley? Sure. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you really yeah. ready? Embrace. The girl that you're partnered up with is your fucking sister. Okay, that is very strange. Yes. So, it's a weird game about getting your blood relation hot so that she can turn into a weapon that you can use to fight robot things. Um, yeah. I... It, that doesn't get explained enough, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know that that is yeah, something it, people should know. Does it? Or maybe that's oh god, there's clothes destroying in it as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <sighs> okay. it's your typical. I think it's uh, the studio is marvelous, and they yeah. they did like the Senran Kaguras and stuff like that. So there's like there's a dressing room option where you can put them into poses and stuff like that, and just like. I am slightly ashamed to have that on my Steam list, but it's a thing, and I thought, I'll play it because it had the controversy, and it was genuinely worse than I thought it could be. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, I have ashamedly been playing that. Don't sit there in quiet judgment. Say I'm something. not, I'm not. I'm watching, <laughs> um, I'm watching some gameplay, and it really is 
quite astonishing. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, like the hack and slash bit. Despite all of that, I oh this is quite cool doing the jumping, other combos. I can't ju justify this. I can't justify this. <laughs> Don't like it, Richie. Don't like it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. How many incest power-ups out of ten? Um, I'm gameplay-wise, I'll give it a solid five because of the fact that it's. I I can't believe it's about turning on your sister. Um, I I'm gonna give it a a half out of ten. Okay. Half an incest. <laughs> Jesus one. This is uh, quite cathartic. This is almost like a confessional to the rest yeah, yeah. of the world. Yeah. 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 Has anyone seen you play? <laughs> My girlfriend has. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, the exact quote is, what are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's got a really good story. It's, just have to... it's, it's, it's really deep mechanics for, for fighting. Just just let me kiss my sister quickly so that I can show you the big yeah. power up. Yeah, so that, <laughs> so that bra bursts the front of her shirt. <laughs> and then I do more damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. And I have been playing another game as well. Yeah. Um. So to move away from the controver controversy, controversiality, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat came out with its new update um, a little while ago, including three new characters, Melina, Rain yeah. and Rambo. So I've been playing through on those characters. Rambo's a fucking weird character. Okay. Um like I I I don't know where it came from. Why in the film, you know, genres they chose to go for Rambo. Um and and they went for young Rambo. They didn't go for the the Rambo Last Blood with uh, Sylvester Stallone covered in his um, plastic surgery. So that's a good thing. Um, and yeah, he the the he's a, he's a very weird character to play with. He's got a, a self heal where he can like stab a bug on the ground and he eats it. <laughs> I guess that's from one of the Rambo films. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a hot minute since I've uh, <laughs> yeah, watched any exactly. of the Rambo's. Um, and uh, yeah, so he, he's a little bit different to play with. Um, and he has this sort of weird uh, ending um, to his sort of uh, when you go through the tower for him. And uh, it's sort of like he's dealing with his PTSD by okay. not wanting to change history and things like that. Like, okay this is actually quite a sad you know it's quite like uh, it's, it's tugging very different um, heartstrings than you'd expect Mortal Kombat to tug <laughs> you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean and, and also like... a very weird character to, as, a, as a vehicle for um, exploring these topics and themes yeah um, especially when you've got uh, Melina um who is a fan favourite and is pretty much a gory cannibal. Um, 
very, very happy to sort of have opening scenes of her just like eating people's faces and her fatalities are really super gross. Uh, they've done her good justice to bring her back. Um, I think of all of those characters, you kind of feel like Melina's always been there. Rambo is an odd one, which you're just kind of like, why are you even here? Uh, and then Rain is back and is really, really underwhelming. Huh. Uh, I like Rain. I like the concept of Rain. So they've changed him around an awful lot. So he's basically sort of made of water and he has this sort of uh, water swishy move. And like, this is a cool character. I think if you'd have brought him out with the original game. But Rain, Rain became something different for me, especially like uh, uh, with Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Um, and I always thought it was quite fun to be like the purple ninja, but now he's sort of like this king. Um, and it, it, it's weird. I, I don't really, I just don't connect with Rain as a character. And I haven't really played that much as him, so I suppose that says a lot about how much I like him <laughs> as a character. Um, but yeah, so those three are out. Um, and of how course, are there? Um, do they have like cool interaction gimmicks um do they get like you play through story mode with yeah yeah yeah. yeah they get their own story modes um where they go through and they have their own endings and you you get to play and fight versus chronica and everybody has their own interactions with the other characters as well so like if you choose rambo and you go up against terminator um Rambo's opening is him sort of underneath some leaves and then he, he leaps out and you know Terminator comments staying hidden is a silly path or something silly like that I, I, he certainly didn't say it was a silly path <laughs> staying hidden is a silly path that classic Terminator quote yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you get okay. it on uh, you get it on mugs and t-shirts <laughs> shut up fucking Dying a fire, Ron. Uh, but yeah, no, it's. Um, I'm, I'm writing that down. <laughs> fuck off. Hidden is a silly path. <laughs> it's even better with the Austrian accent. Is a silly path. <laughs> um, yeah. Any other classic lines from uh, characters interacting with each other? Oh, none that I can think of off the top of my head, but like. <laughs> There's a lot of effort that's gone into uh, the interactions between the characters as well. So, like, like bringing in Melina and, of course, talking to her sister, Katana. Yeah. You know, does it make her to make her boobs explode? Uh, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so there's this bit uh, when you, as a fatality, she just kisses Melina and uh, yeah, Melina powers turns, her up. Yeah, 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 powers up. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, those three have come out. Um, the game's been updated. And, of course, everybody's all excited and in a whiz for who the next three characters could be. In a whiz. In a whiz. That's, that's, that's like a really old-timey saying. <laughs> They're in a whiz. Um, right down. Right <laughs> yeah. In a whiz. Everyone's in a whiz. <laughs> Everybody's in... 
what's the word I'm looking for then? I think you know it. That's it. <laughs> Everyone's in a whiz. Oh, Donny, I'm in a whiz. <laughs> oh, they're in a pure whiz. Um... <laughs> Everyone's in a whiz. Everyone's in a pure whiz about um, the next more combat characters. <laughs> was this paid? Was this paid DLC, by the way? Uh, yeah. Can you remember how much it was? Uh, I think it was fourteen ninety nine. Okay. Uh, Good. Reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't. Uh, I'm not getting a whiz about the price. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'm not gonna complain too much. I think it's. Uh, I think it's fair. Three new characters, everything's voiced, new storylines, new mechanics. Um, yeah, it's fun. Um, but yeah, of course, Farley, um, there are rumours right. about uh, <laughs> what these uh, next three characters could be. Yeah, any uh, any confirmations on social media as to... Well, there is some uh, rumours. Some yeah. people are saying... Deathstroke could be the uh, next new character in there. Really? Yeah. Okay. Could that be the first DC? Are there other DC ones in there? Uh, oh well, no. There's um, DC. They've got Spawn in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like they had Raiden and um, Injustice Two. Yeah. So, and I think Deathstroke is a popular character from 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 the meta and in Injustice. So, they should bring him in. Yeah. Um. Uh. There's of course the old Mortal Kombat characters. Uh, Reptile is a big fan favorite. Everybody was really hoping Reptile was going to be coming out for this last. Um, yeah, weird. That he's not in the game, eh? I know. It's really weird. They are. They're saving him up. I think there's probably going to be like a DLC, a big DLC thing, because he's like one of the most popular characters. It's like yeah. not having Scorpion in uh, Mortal Kombat, you know? Yeah, yeah. There can't be there can't be many more missing that kind of at that level. Not at that level. There's like there's other characters from like Mortal Kombat Four onwards, which I just don't even know anymore. You know, they like they talk about this. Oh God. Ah fuck, I can't remember his name. But some yeah. guy, he's got like a skeleton helmet, not Shao Kahn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like those, it's like those, you know, Smash Ultimate. Yeah. Dreamers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no desire or, 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 or even any inkling to even Google who the fuck that person is um, and why they should be in the game. But of course, there's also the rumours of um, a certain character from the Evil Dead um, trilogy. The Necronomicon? Yeah, yeah, the Necronomicon. Uh, it's going to be in as a character. Oh, nice. Uh, a floating book. Um, yeah. As you can imagine, those fatalities should be a lot of fun. Bite um, the, the hands, summon yeah. the demon army. Yeah. <laughs> fly around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nah, nah, fuck that. I mean, it, it, there's very clearly it's Ash Williams, and he's supposed to have been in it, and I'm still sure it will happen, despite people saying, "Oh no, it's not confirmed," or "It is confirmed," or "No, he didn't do all the lines," or whatever, some sort of shit there. I think Ash Williams would be an excellent, excellent addition. I actually, 
was um, it was around Halloween time, and I was just looking back at how cool some of the previous um, people that were on the roster for the Mortal Kombat games were, like including Leatherface and including Alien and Predator, and like Freddy. You know, it was so cool to get all of these characters in there, and it like really feels like a horror game. I really wish there was back compatibility <laughs> for <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11 to Mortal Kombat 10. You know, uh, just bring them over. Just I don't care. You know, I, I want Jason Voorhees in the game doing his thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's strange. It must just be. Uh, 80s kids as we've said many times 80s kids are now game developers and so they're just putting in, in things that they like because all of those um, uh, horror characters like Freddy and Jason Voorhees and blah 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 they're, they're, <laughs> they're popping up in all these games and I'm sure there are some younger people out there like who the fuck are these characters who keep popping up in, in <laughs> yeah, yeah, various licenses what is it? The... Oh, right, there's there's some forty year old movie where some forty year old shit horror movie where he's in it. Okay, weird. <laughs> yeah, I suppose I never really thought about it that because uh, I'm too acclimatized. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's enough films and media about these, you know, sequels and things like that that still exist to this day. You know, like Freddy films. Like, they had that reboot, like, what, five or so years ago? You know, with the guy from Watchmen in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like Halloween, like, I think last, or this year, in fact. No, last year. Got that uh, uh, sequel made to it. Like, direct sequel with Jamie Lee Curtis in it. So, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's that. And then, of course, Alien franchise just won't fucking die um <laughs> no, I, honestly can, I don't think I've seen Alien Covenant oh they've got Covenant you get the Prometheus you got oh how it ties in as a prequel do we have a CG Ripley yet in any of these films <laughs> don't know I've not seen I've not seen Covenant alright well yeah I mean so I think they all still stay quite pertinent. And we had that Predator remake remake uh, five or six years ago as well, which people liked. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's still current. Leatherface is probably the least current of them all. I think they remake that every year. It feels like they remake it every year. Or remaster it. Or... Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Uh... I, I I wouldn't I I'm not gonna disagree because I don't know, but it's certainly not come up on my radar. <laughs> hey I think let's stop talking about Mortal Kombat. Maybe let's stop okay. talking in general. Um do you have anything else that you've been playing? Or wanting to play? Or no. anything you'd like to add at this point <laughs> in time? No, I think um uh Perhaps a discussion for another podcast, um, but all the Pokemon Go changes. Oh, God. I mean, you say changes. 
you mean more fucking fake currencies that have been added to the fucking game. Yeah, uh, but there's some, you know, some quality of life stuff in there, and, and anyway, we can talk oh, about yeah, that that's true. Yeah. another time. Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned, listeners, for our next episode, the Pokemon Go Quality of Life Changes episode. <laughs> and by that time, you'll have had a month hands-on, so you'll know all about it. So wait to hear our Stone Cold Takes. <laughs> Stone um, Cold Take. <laughs> until then, kids, remember that staying hidden is a silly path. <laughs> Motherfucker. Oh, God. Farley, that guy's a maniac. Why did he bite me? <laughs> Why did he bite me? <laughs> Skynet has superior numbers. That's why I fight from the shadows. Hiding only delays the inevitable. <laughs>